So last week, mm-hmm. I think it was August 19th, 2003, um, T.I. released Trap Music. 15 years. And it's that's a fast 15 years. Like my life was very different 15 <laughs> years ago than it is right now. Um but this is like one of my favorite albums and you know, I f- it's one of those albums I think obviously changed TI's career. I think at this point he was coming off of uh the situation with LA Reed and LaFace. He was signed to LaFace. Mm-hmm. I'm serious to come out and I guess I'm serious didn't really get the commercial acclaim that no no nah, it didn't like, launch the career it didn't launch his career into the stratosphere like they considered it a flop right yeah at that point yeah that's the word they flop, were using right. to describe it yeah 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 that it was a flop now i mean i still when i'm serious comes on in the club like i still love that record when dope boys in the trap comes on like i'm still there a thousand percent with it okay but this album definitely changed ti perception to the world like 24s Rubber band man, right? All of these type of joints. I guess to begin with, like, what was your initial introduction to trap music? I feel like Yo should answer this question first, just because you were here. When it happened, but uh, I was thirteen. Like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. In that high makes it very high school. Drake and I were both teens. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drake was still on the grassy when trap music came out. Correct. So where was I? I was I was literally leaving middle school, going into high school. I was making that transition, and Rubber Band Man was like the biggest song on the radio. Yeah. You could not tune into Greg Street or Frank Ski. Doesn't matter any time of the day you could cut the radio on and you were going to hear that david banner beat you was going to hear ti rapping same thing 24s is big too but it was it was more of a street banger like rubber band man was like commercial Mm -hmm. you know everyone for everybody rubber bands up and down their arms have y'all seen that video recently i haven't oh my god can i tell you everything about it because i just watched it please do (laughs) um so ti is in his neighborhood he's representing he's got the kids like hanging out outside of the block you know Mm -hmm. he's like i am one of this neighborhood you know i am the city councilman blah 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 but like maybe a little bit past the halfway mark is where all the celebrity friends come in and so one by one you're seeing usher in like layer t-shirts and then diddy and his fur ass coat all taking a their rubber bands and slinging it like they're doing like they're fucking Dennis the Menace like yes. slingshots at the camera when Diddy did it I was done yeah I was done I was like because that I mean what more can you ask for when it comes to a coronation for sure so imagine that when the song's out like when is the single and it's popping you mm-hmm. on BET it was such a moment and I think I'm serious with such a it didn't have moments, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they were moments in the city, but broad, it didn't really break out like that for T.I. So coming off of not just a flop, but being dropped from the label and mm-hmm. starting over, having these strong singles that had cultural moments was huge for him, especially in transitioning him to like a, a wider audience. For sure. So I mean, it was he was definitely, at that point, he was the phoenix that rose from the ashes, right? Yeah. Like, he was that guy. He had gone back to mixtapes. And this album, and especially Rubber Band Man, was like, like you said, it was a coronation. It was like, I am back. 
I am that dude. Like I'm that guy. And what do you, you got trouble on your hands? And he went so trapped with it too. Super. It, it's so funny. This was a commercially successful album because it just seemed like he wasn't trying to hit radio. It, to me, he was tapping into like the neighborhood into Atlanta. Mm. It was tapping in mm. to you know what the rubber band symbolized. It wasn't that wasn't something for you know top forty. That wasn't something you would think um, them and Buckhead would recognize. That was that was from them and Bankhead. Right. Right. So for you to double down on who you are so immensely and to transition that into like a world thing, I felt the same way with Jeezy did it with Team 101, mm. how that was able to break out and be so Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, you know, part of the street culture. Yeah. It's heavily, like heavily trap. Well, it's funny because it's funny that you said made those points because to me there's a lot of Jay-Z volume one in mm. trap music. Wasn't it Pharrell who called T.I.? The Jay-Z, Jay-Z of the, Z South. Of the South? Yeah. yeah. And, and like when I listen to this album now, it reminds me a lot of volume one in the, in the case that, A, the same situation with Jay-Z, right? Like Reasonable Doubt had hits on it, but or a hit on it. <laughs> I mean, I think ain't on. But it wasn't was probably, a commercial. It wasn't a commercial success. Uh, it was. He was. They were on priority, and it came out, and it was like, okay, Jay Z came out, mm-hmm. and it was nothing, right? And then you know, Volume One comes out, and it's got the Can I Get a, mm. and it's got like all these cornerstone records of Jay Z's career, and it was like there's a lot of that in this album where, you know, he is super street, is super trap. Uh, oh, for the record, I'm on Ti's side on the whole like. Who, oh, who started who trap, trap music? Yeah, I thought I'm that was on, gonna on, be a yeah. whole other discussion. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, now? yeah. Right, let's oh, get into no. it now. Well, I mean, we can get into it now. Um, there wasn't a statement. There wasn't a term that I had heard prior to him doing this album. I mean, it exists in rap. The word trap. The, the word, word trap existed. existed in yes. Rap. Yes. Prior to Ti, yes, 100. Yes. percent but I don't think anyone gave it a, a sound, gave it a face, gave it an album. I, yeah, an album. Uh, identity. identity yeah. said, this is what it is now. Now, the sound of, T, of trap music, T.I., and what trap music is now, obviously, is very different. Vastly different. It's one thing to coin, like, a term, but it's another to become, like, the dictionary definition of it. Don't y'all agree, right. though? Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean... That's what makes it kind of tricky. Like when I listened to trap music today, like there were definitely um, like formative records on here, like records that set the tone for how trap would sound. And I'm not going to deny that at all. But Kanye West also makes his presence known with the chipmunk soul thing. And I was like, whoa. And that was like the one element that really took me back to like, oh, yeah, this is 2003. We're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Same. Uh, when I can't was it, I can't quit. No, I can't quit. It's um. There's a couple of tracks. Doing my job. Doing my job. Doing, yeah, my, doing job my job is a Kanye, is a Kanye record, yeah. and it's such a '03 Kanye beat. Super. Oh my so god. Kanye beat. Like if he had kept that for college dropout, I wouldn't have been surprised <laughs> at all. If like, Con, if Common had rapped over it, I wouldn't have thought twice. At honestly. all. At nope. all. And Ti is on the whole record, trying to humanize being a trap rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, being someone, he's telling them, hey, I have, you know, I got family. I'm trying to provide for my kids. We're not out here just trying to, you know, be unruly. And it was just so interesting to see him take that angle. And I really want to know, like, where were you at in your life when you felt like you had to humanize 
why you're on that street corner, why you want to explain that to people. Obviously, there's a disconnect between, you know, hoodlums and thugs and, mm-hmm. you know, as if there's some predators, like, you know, mm-hmm. super predators. Mm-hmm. And you have T.I. of all people, you know, 24s. 24s, yeah. Coming with this soul sample, explaining to, not to us, but to, to them. you know, to that middle America who we who you are and why you do what you do mm-hmm. well i feel like wasn't that like an actual reflection of his life back then because yeah. after i'm serious flopped he like went back for a little bit he was back in yeah. because he was like well i need money yeah i gotta so do what something I do but there are people around him people like a dj tube and a kp who were telling him like no like you really got to stick it out i know in the short term like this seems really appealing to you but you got to look in the long game or whatever so I feel like it was an apt reflection of like where he was at that time. Also being 25, AKA, yeah. can you imagine a 25? I can't, I can't, because I was, I was just 25. <laughs> I was just, not that I was just there. there. So yes, I can imagine it very well. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was that, let me think. In 2003, I was 22. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, similar age. How did it resonate? Because um, you lived in old Atlanta too, so you're seeing Atlanta from that kind of perspective. Yeah, I mean, to me, when I first, I mean, I liked I'm Serious, but hearing this, it just, it was so polished. It was like, this mm-hmm. is like, he perfected it. Like, on I'm, even on, if you listen to him on I'm Serious, there was points that was similar to College Dropout, like where he's rapping well, but mm-hmm. he's doing a lot, he's trying to put a lot of words, he's... It, by the time trap music came around, the flow felt perfected, the the musical choices felt perfected. It was like I'm at my full strength creatively of this journey that I've been on. Like it felt like a debut album to that point. Yeah, yeah, and nah, he got all the Infinity Gems. Yeah, he had for, all the songs, and it was like I know how to do everything. Like I'm a playboy, I'm a dope dealer, I'm the coolest guy you know, I'm rich. like like check off all the boxes of like rapper stuff that you have to do and like i'm at like a plus at all of them right now and all those elements are in i'm serious but they're a little awkward that he fumbles it a little bit a little bit there's a couple of song choices where you can tell they were trying to maybe hit a certain market trap music just sounds like to me it always sounds like an album you make when you're in between you're one foot in one foot out so you're actually thinking about maybe this isn't gonna work right so you're you're invigorated in a different kind of way right it doesn't sound like an album for the long haul you know this isn't ti saying okay in six months i'm gonna make another album this is serious was really like the tv pilot because when you make a pilot you're very uncertain about where shit is gonna go once Mm -hmm. the shit is greenlit after the pilot then you settle in you you find your voice you take comfort in that Right, but that's I'm an incredible yeah. way of putting it. That's no, it's a great way to put yeah. it because you literally find your tone and mm-hmm. like, and literally the tone of "I'm serious." His voice compared to trap music is like he's a different guy. He shed whatever like I don't know, self doubt, yeah, whatever yeah. self doubt there was, whatever like I don't really want to do this shit, but KP right. is like harassing the shit out of me, <laughs> so I gotta <laughs> cut these records. Shout out to KP. Um, but yeah, I felt like he really mastered whatever it was at that point and like this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So at that time, did it feel like a change in the guard was happening? Like, first of all, like with the term trap music or even just with the sound is coming out, at that time, did it feel like something was a front? 
I didn't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. At, the, at that point, in the moment, I didn't think about trap music as a genre or a, a yeah. wave that was getting ready to come. I just looked at it as this is T.I., uh-huh. this is his album, this mm-hmm. is what he's calling it, and the content of the album reflects the name. He's in the trap, and he's selling <laughs> dope, and this is what it is. So yeah. I didn't think about it past that. Yeah. Same. Especially when you think about, you know, gangster rap and the dope dealer being like an existing character in that part of the genre. A genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like he's just a character. He's not the, he doesn't own a space. You know, he he has an identity, but he doesn't own a space. So I always kind of figured that T.I. was just taking on that identity. It wasn't going to expand to anything more than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy and then yeah and then it crazy what happened totally different that like Jeezy came and you know, Gucci came Gucci came and Shawty Lowe you know, came and we got and chicken talk it, and it, it, you know, right it, it got, it yams got at your auntie's house I'm a trap star like yeah. all of these all of these little moments kind of culminated into where we are right now right but at the moment when you know oh three when trap music came out it was just an album title that right. was, that's all it was it was just an album title. No, it it evolved because even now trap music doesn't even mean dope or gangster or none of that. Yeah. Like Katy Perry has trap songs. Yeah. Ariana Miley Cyrus Grande. has trap songs. Ariana Grande has trap songs. Like get it, get it, get it. <laughs> you know, like trap doesn't even mean at this point it's just a style of music. Right. It's 808s and like hi-hats that go off like machine guns and ad-libs, I guess. And like, it's a totally different thing, but... So some like melodies. Melodies, yeah, and all this other stuff. The things we associate with trap now, 15 years ago, didn't exist. It would have been weirdo music. Yo. (laughs) It wouldn't have been like trap. You couldn't... In 2003, you couldn't have said, this is trap music after... Like a month after the album came out and be like, oh yeah, this is trap music. Someone would have probably slapped you. No, the fuck is not. Like, nobody was gonna go for that. Especially if you think about the producers, the DJ Toombs and the David Banners and, you know, who was... The landscape, the sonic landscape of who made this album aren't in the spaces of trap now. You know, yeah, you don't have a, a tune beat with the Migos, and we're just like, oh, this is trap, yeah, or nah. even like a Jazzy Faye record will come on, you wouldn't be like, that's trap music, right? Yeah. Nah, it was completely different, worlds apart. No, it's it was it's a very interesting thing. Um, one of the things I was thinking about with this album too is just, I guess Ti's at this point now, or he's been at this for the last like couple of years, where you know it's like he. I guess in the public space, he seems more educated. He has big words. Like his, his meme thing is yeah. big words and you know polysyllabic vocabulary. Which is kind of wild, isn't it? Like when people laugh at him, like why do you think they're laughing at him? Is it just because he sounds verbose? Because when I hear trap music, now granted, like I'm only listening to this album in retrospect. I didn't have like a firsthand experience when this album came out because hmm. I wasn't even down here yet. But like in trap music already like i'm hearing the sort of intelligence and like self-awareness or at least the curiosity that lends people to i don't know learn to expand their vocabulary i don't know to to think about things right well i mean particularly the one record that always stuck out to me that makes that point was uh no more talk okay Mm -hmm. yeah because that was him you know in the midst of this trap music he still stopped and had a certain conversation about not 
politics specifically, but like the social condition. You know, it was a conscious type mm -hmm. of record where it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't the trope thing. It wasn't the dope boy. It wasn't the playboy. It wasn't like the cool guy. It was just right. me rapping straightforward about whatever I believe about life in this place that we live in, et cetera, et cetera. So like, that's definitely one of those records. Mm -hmm. So it's, I always wondered that same thing. Why does it surprise people that yeah. he's like... Always made me a little uncomfortable. I was like, okay, so how do you expect him to talk? That always seemed like the next right. question. That's a good. Know? That's a good point. I don't know when the switch kind of came for Ti though, but it's it's almost I kind of related to when Kanye kind of changed his voice. How so? Like how Kanye speaks now is not how I I from from like back when he first came out like two thousand four two thousand five two thousand six Kanye didn't have the same vernacular. Mm -hmm. I think he switched it up a lot. Like how he articulates himself. So I think T.I. might be the same thing. It was just like, it was a change in the way his wording. And I don't know if people thought it was like a joke or what, but it does seem a little odd. Like, what do you, how do you think T.I. should speak? How do you right. think he should talk? And I but, think it's part of his evolution. Like, yeah. him just growing up as a person and not being where he was before and just being different as an entire human being outside right. of just being a rapper. Like, so now I use words, but I, I wonder. <laughs> like, but like I do. I, like, I wonder if Ti if Ti carries himself a certain kind of way because of all the public, you know, times he's been to prison. You know, like yeah. Like a, let's not yeah. forget. He's like a twenty-eight time felon, right? right. Yeah, because he's a seven-time felon on trap music, right? And like, and he's been yo, and he's been arrested I'm several so, times and yeah. done several prisons. I'm so intrigued by Ti's like count because he'll he'll update it every couple of albums and it'll just be like seven time, thirteen time, seventeen time. It's like wow. Never like he's yeah. he's very interesting. In multiples, in how, not just like right. okay, I add like from seven to nine or seven to ten. Like no, we're going from yeah, seven to thirteen. Yeah, I went to prison like every other album, or sure. in, between in between every albums, rollouts yeah. and stuff. So I always wondered because I remember there was a time where he would, I think he was telling his kids that he wasn't going to jail; he was going to college. Oh and God. yeah, like pressures, right? Ah. Um, his kids used to skate at my parents' skating rink. During the time he was uh, locked up, I think the last stint he was locked up because they would be with his grandmother. So when they would come and talk to my mom about his dad, it was like, yeah, my dad's away in college. You know, he's getting his education. So like, for see him come out and speak like this, I always drew those correlations wow. that maybe he was really like in jail, like educating himself. So yeah. he wanted to come out and carry himself a certain kind of way. I just don't think the public looks at that in that in that manner. They they see a meme the same way like the tilted hat is a meme, right? You know, like so it's the just hat's funny. yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but it's just like certain things about Ti people kind of take away and turn into something that's a joke. I just don't think. And it's to me, language. it seems one hundred percent genuine. Like yeah. I guess certain a part of the joke is like the cynicism of like Ti can't possibly be this, <laughs> but it's like to me, it seems like a genuine thing. I don't think that he would. I don't think that he would carry on a persona. Yeah, not me neither. You know, I, mean, I feel yeah. like if he's doing that, then that's like who no. he is right now. That's like his genuine. It's also just so much work, right? Honestly, to keep up appearances, to be like a that. poser. You're so funny. Ti's a, a rapper who never had a character. Even when he did the Ti versus Tip, he was just himself twice. 
Right. Like, that's it. He's just like, well, okay, I'm a rapper and I am, a, you know, a guy coming off the streets. Like, they're both him. They're just split down the middle. He never kind of made a character out of himself, which has always been really, really interesting because, you know, rap is such a character based genre. For sure. Know? Put on a mask. I never had a mask. I'm yeah. just, yeah, I'm just me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that goes into the whole, and I don't want to, like, make him, like, the new or the old Jay-Z, but to me, there's just a lot of parallels when I look at them mm. and just how certain things transition. Now, the one thing with T.I., though, I feel like after this album, he he didn't have a character, but I feel like he got away. He strayed away from a lot of what I love about trap music. Like mm. what? The storytelling mm-hmm. and the, I guess, the rawness of it is, you know, he became more and more polished every album. And, you know, I know a lot of people will say that Urban Legend is their favorite T.I. album or they, I've heard people say King, King. is their favorite T.I. album. King is tough. And it, yeah, it usually goes between those two. I just can't find it in myself to not put trap music number one. Mm. Hearing it today, he's a different kind of polish because Urban Legend is like rapper polish. This For is, sure. This is it's different. I don't know. It's almost like he tapped into something that you can only get once. Like, yeah. Like the the verses, the way his delivery is set up, like everything is so precise, and I I don't know, it's weird listening to it. And I was like, has he? He's a really good rapper. For like sure. even yeah. even with the like the hits, mm-hmm. like I was like, have we ever seen a trap rapper as polished as Ti sounds on trap music? I'm hard pressed to think of it. Yeah, honestly, like, to have this level of rawness, to have this edge, and still be able to make like records, yeah, yeah. like song quality rap records, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like across the board, you wouldn't just be like, oh, this is a good southern rap album. Like, no, this is you can put this in the lexicon of all of oh, whatever you want to put it. Yes, in. Yeah. right. Like it stands up. So, and maybe that's what I miss about like this era of trap, where you could make trap music and you had to be a quality rapper. Mm. Like you had to be a quality rapper. It wasn't just like getting by on a on a good flow or getting by on the middle. Like your whole record had to be structured in a way where you had to like live up to a Jay Z. You right. had to live up to what was going on on the East Coast and the West Coast. Like if they had a list back then, trap music would be on like a, at least a top ten album of 03. I haven't oh, seen yeah. what else came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else was well, even out back then? Well, okay, Nothing. So this, no, no, no. But this is the thing about it, right? Like, so what else? Was, like, what was out in 2003? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm glad you asked that question <laughs> because I came very prepared. Day. Yeah, I came very prepared Let's for that. Let's go. So, well, first off, without even Googling, the, when I think about 2003, there's three albums I think about. Trap Music, mm-hmm. The Black Album, mm-hmm. Get Rich or Die Trying. It was oh. a crazy. It was a. It was a crazy oh. year for Ti to have this whole rebrand, reinvention because he was in the middle of a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of things that oh, were yeah. bigger than him right. uh-huh. were going on at that time. So, like I said, so you got Jay Z's retiring, quote unquote, yeah. and then you have Fifty Cent like coming out, party. destroying the entire right. rap game. I always think of Get Rich or Die Trying as um, him being Doctor Frankenstein's monster, and Doctor Frankenstein is Doctor Dre. Yeah, and then you like, he's alive. He is alive, he's and he got alive. shot nine times. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has anybody made that illustration? I need that. <gasps> oh, well, you know, commission that. Frico right now. Yes, well, oh. <laughs> he would kill that. Well, they didn't do Frankenstein, but they went Bionic Man for the in the club video. Yeah, right? yeah, you're so right. It wasn't like that's why sh- I always that, think that's, of that. Yeah, shit. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Doctor Frankenstein, I think, is probably a be a more 
interesting illustration. Illustration, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. him running, 50 running on the treadmill with the G Unit sports right. bra was like, that's not true. I was not into that. I was like, uh, this video sucks. The song is awesome, but this video sucks. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. Okay, so in 2003, there's also Speaker Box Love Below. Oh my God. In Jesus. 2003, it was a lot of clicks. It, there was a lot of like T.I. was like a solo artist with yeah. no crew. Well, he had the PSC, but it wasn't even a thing. Yeah, but they, but he was the biggest thing forward. on PSC. Right, right. Like he was, the, no one was pushing him up, or there was no like other guys, that other big artists that were nah, helping him lift yeah. him up. But so he's in the middle of this uh, DTP thing because Ludacris, Chicken and Beer is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi Trice Cheers comes out that year. Mm-hmm. Dipset Diplomatic Immunity is out that same year too. Like, like albums that are killing. Yo, yo it's like, just a yo, shock right the, now. The East Coast, I just seeing the East Coast was crazy. It was stupid. They G-Unit, were wild. The G Unit solo uh, group album came out this year. <laughs> Freeway solo album came out that year. State Property 2 came out that year. You're reminding me of why I wasn't aware of trap music as it was coming right. out. I'm in Maryland. <laughs> what else am I supposed to pay attention to? Okay. Neptune. Yeah, Clones Absolutely. came out that year. Hometown Heroes. Um, Bone Crushers album. Now, this is, what, this is what the thing, interesting thing with the South, right? There was a mm-hmm. lot of artists that came out that year that were not big mainstream things, but were like huge in their area. So he's still competing with these artists, you know, in the city. So Bone Crushers album comes out that For year. Sure. Young Bloods, Drinking Partners comes out that year. Ooh, uh, Mississippi, the album comes out that year. David Banner. Um, there what was a, something else. What a year 03 was. The Tupac Resurrection. Chingy came out that year. Jack Pop was out that year. The Bad Boys 2 soundtrack came out that year, which sounds crazy, but like that Nelly and Diddy record was right. the thing. <gasps> That's when we thought Murphy Lee was going to pop. It was going to be something crazy. Yeah. Like, there was a lot happening. Um, Street Dreams, Fab came out that year. Um, ja Rule, Blood in My Eye came out that year. Dang, right before he was finished. Yeah, 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 it was a wrap. So, I mean, that was what was generally was, happening in 2003 in the middle of so T.I. Imagine like, trying to come back trying to out. Come back out in the middle yeah. of all this shit and you find a way to actually do it. Right. Like, in the middle of all that, he mm-hmm. still shined amongst all of these albums when you would say what are some of the best albums that came out in 2003 Uh, he still might land in the top five of that conversation all those albums when you consider like what's happening in the south though it's interesting that you bring up speaker box and the love below because for once in this history it's like there's almost a clean break because at that point with speaker box and love below it was like that was atlanta hip-hop at the most not commercials and sounding but like as far as like commercial success that was That height has not been met since. All visibility there. Exactly. So at the same time, it's interesting to now understand that like there's this new underground force by the way of trap music coming out at the same time as like Santana is cheering on Outkast like on the big Grammy Mm -hmm. stage. That's crazy Mm -hmm. to me. And you mentioned changing of the guards earlier, but Mm -hmm. this is, you know, last Outkast album. I don't know if we knew it then, but this was the last time. Right. So Outcast no out, but there's no follow up, you know. So you have this young buck, Ti, yep. dropped a, a great album. Has the singles. He had at least three: Be Easy, Rubber Band Man, Twenty Fours, mm-hmm. all commercially well done, all on the radio. Let's get away. 
Let's get away was four, so four <laughs> singles. Like everything, <laughs> like, yeah, everything worked. Right. right. They had a good single selection. Sure. Whoever was picking their singles for this album was on point. I mean, I'm, this album made it. I mean, I'm gonna give it, it did. I'm right? gonna give Ti credit, but I'm also gonna give KP he, credit for that too, for sure. The single selection. Like he knew really, what he was doing in that whole project. Shout out to DJ Tunk too. Yeah, like, of course. This, the thing with this album, why it also makes it hard for me to put anything above it, because to me, he checks off like the the the. The times that I do jam sport, I jam sport on like your first album, <laughs> and I feel like he checked off all the hip hop nerd jam sport things. Uh-huh. Like this album had skits. Yes, it had. You're right. It was largely produced by one producer. Correct. Like mm. Toomp had a lot of these records, and I always I just believe in that. Your first albums, you, you and somebody who find like what your thing is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, sure. Like, Ti and Toomp had that. He had the bars. It was like. You know, the songs were there. Everything yeah. was there that you wanted. Yeah. He was a human being. He was, like I said, he was a cool guy. He was a human. Well, not to mention the best hip-hop albums, at least in my mind, are always the one that where the sense of place is palpable. And that's where the instrumentation that comes in. That's where T.I.'s voice comes in. That's, like, where his perspective, like, comes in. Like, there is just such a clear-cut sense of place. I can't even talk straight. But, like... Um, and that shines through also like it, so in a way like you I mean you mentioned all these releases that came out but trap music isn't sounding like any of that because you feel like he is of this exact neighborhood he is still there in Bankhead right. hanging out you know that's why when you think about how outside of everything he was For sure. mm-hmm. everything that's going on and you have this very unique album I think even the producers he kind of picked at the time, like David Banner wasn't huge. Mm-hmm. Jazzy Faye was really coming up. I think he had a couple records on under mm-hmm. his wing, but not like huge, huge hit records right. like that. And Toomp, of course, has been around, but I don't think Toomp had that artist right. to right. have the, exactly. to be the face of his sound. So for Ti to kind of have all these moving pieces put together in an album form is so incredible. In '03, that's wild. But that that's kind of you know. So I guess you could also say that Pharrell kind of coining him as the, the Jay-Z of the South is like perfect timing because Jay-Z's leaving. You know, he's out. He's That's right. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's That's heading out. Right. The timing for T.I., you know, Outkast is leaving, Jay-Z's leaving, and you kind of get this like really big cosign and you're, you drop a really great album. It's set up for you to have uh, at least the next couple of summers. To, to see what you got, you know. He definitely got himself at least two more albums with trap music. For sure. I'm serious. People were kind of like, I don't know. You get dropped. We don't know. And I'm really interested in how many rappers get dropped on their first album and bounce back on their second. That's mm. a good question. I think mm. it's like, I know Wale comes to mind. Yeah. T.I. But then it gets kind of fuzzy. I would have to really like like research I and think you see. have to say Jay-Z too. G- but did Jay Z get dropped? Or well, did they? He, well, I guess he didn't get dropped. They right. they like <laughs> made their way off of priority. Like, <laughs> right, that's exactly. They made their way. <laughs> made their exactly way. The like, and I, I, that's the, that's the most tactful way that I can say can that without incurring. Dame Dash <laughs> making his way. Making his way off of yeah. He, yes, Dame Dash you need made to write his, his way. Like, right, please. Please Holy do. Shit. Write my LinkedIn. My <laughs> yeah. God. Yes, he made his way off of priority, and then they 
did a deal with that. So I guess he didn't get dropped. Don't know what they do. I don't get drops. I dropped the label. World but that's a very good question. I would be interested to see how many rappers did get dropped and came back. Because he had a great career after that. And it just wasn't certain when I'm serious came out. That was probably something where people were like, he's gonna he's gonna fade away. You know. He had a single, he had the Pharrell, the Beanie like Beanie Man, like he had these records. They'll pop off, but he's not gonna be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then come back three albums in a row in a movie. King of the South. King of the South. And he you know, and he had the balls to say it on yeah. a comeback album. Right. Like I just I appreciate that much. That's ballsy. You say, it's very ballsy to it's say, ballsy. like you just got dropped from your label and the next album that you come back out with is Were people like the audacity? Like were they just like, Yeah, I think that I think there was some level of like really? Mm. I really wish I could go back in time and see like first reactions to that. If you could travel back through time, yes, it would be that to, moment. I, that would be, I'll go there. I would want to see that. Okay. Yeah, I felt like at that time, there was definitely, it wasn't a pushback to where people weren't hearing them because the music was dope. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think I, there was an air of, and at least in conversations that I was having with people, there was an air of like, damn, so you just going to push your way past everybody. Because right. I think at the same time, it was also, he... The, a lot of the controversy was with UGK because I think at that point, mm-hmm. I think Pimp C. I don't want to misstay this. I might misstay this, but I, I feel like it was Pimp C. It was somebody else that was calling themselves King of the South. And oh lord, and you wouldn't want to get in Pimp C's way. Yeah, and it was a thing. Like, is this going to be a problem? Is this going to oh, be shit. an issue? Is this going to be like he's the King of the South now? And it, but you know they. They were on the album too, right? So it was like there was no problem. Uh huh. But that's wild. I think he had that respect at that point, at least from what he was doing with the mixtapes leading up to that album. I think people that were down here and other MCs that were down here knew, like, oh, this kid has got it. Like, it's like you had to swing big in order to make an impression, right? Right. right. Yeah, you couldn't come in timid and say, "What is he supposed to say?" Like, right. Well, Thanks, guys. I'm happy to be here. Uh, you know, like G Wiz. Thank you for coming. Thank you for allowing me right. to leave the trap and come I'm here. The Prince Harry of, tra- kinda, of right? Yeah, yeah, music. right, 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 right. I'm the apprentice. We of not this. took him seriously. I'm not all. I'm the best trap intern you've ever had. Like, no, like that's Wait, not. What do, do traps have interns? Like, I feel like they have. Yes, of course they do. Yes. What are you I feel like trap interns are like small children. This is, like children under the age of 10 who like, <laughs> you know, the kids on the wire who like whistle when the cops come or something like that. Like oh, some Lord. Like a child with like a juice box who sits there right. and just the alerts trap drug dealers. I think those are trap interns. That's what uh, Michael B. Jordan was the first season of The Wire. He was Absolutely. A trap he, he was definitely a trap <laughs> Wallace, Wallace, Wallace was, was a trap intern. intern. And Wallace ended up getting killed because oh, no, Wallace no. was not a very good intern. No. <laughs> He didn't recognize the fake money. D'Angelo had to like sit him down and like school him to Mike what real money Lord. was. Oh, yeah, no, Michael B. Jordan was. I'm so glad he's been resurrected over and over yes. again. I really want a, Man. I really want a t-shirt of Wallace now that says Trap Intern. Like Please, that is no. amazing. Oh my god, he's so deep that. Yeah, we need that. That is amazing. He that was a bad intern. He's a bad Trap Intern. He was a terror. He couldn't count. Like couldn't count. he was like, he so did nothing bad. right. Like Yo. he was selling drugs like in the open air in. Front of everybody like he was a terrible terrible intern okay before you continue to make me cry over wallace's death because <laughs> that is the exact moment where i stopped where's the boy string where's the boy string i can't 
Where's Wallace? Where the fuck is Wallace? Huh? String. String. Look at me. Look at me. Where the fuck is Wallace? Huh? Don't want this. Wow. Oh, okay. Anyway, before we got into this whole mess, I just want to pick your guys' brain. Okay. Like, like when I discuss the legacy of trap music, I tend to call T.I. part of the Holy Trinity with Gucci, T, and Gucci and Jeezy. For sure. Um, But I guess, like, sort of looking back, like, if y'all were to describe to anybody, like, what this album's legacy is and as far as, like, what impact it had on our current hip-hop culture, like, what would y'all say? Mm. You take this far. I need, I need a minute. I need a minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we talked about earlier, obviously the just solidifying trap music as a thing in itself, regardless of however it evolved, um, is one thing. Um, I will say that I feel like, to your point earlier, when you were talking about trap rappers not necessarily having to be great rappers, um, I feel like T.I., that's the other side of the example of you can do this music and still be an MC and still mm-hmm. do this on a certain technical level that is not just foolishness mm-hmm. or just, you know, like it's not mumble, it's not whatever. This is like actual MC craft, bars, lyricism, like a lot of thought put behind this and do it in a way that still is totally organic to the South, specifically to the South. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I mean, some of these beats he was rapping over, there were a lot of soul samples on trap music totally outside of doing my job and it was you know that was that sound that was popular at the time like you said we talked about Dipset and and a lot of these other rappers that were using that type of thing but nobody from the south was going like that that, especially not on the level that he was aiming at Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't also it doesn't feel like there was anyone who was able to come behind him and like bite that style either I don't. I can't name. I would you. say because it's harder. Yeah. Honestly. For sure. You can tell he was coming from a real place. From a real place, it takes. you can't just keep doing this unless this is your actual right. story. You know, the trap guys now, you can say they all sound alike or there's similar things. They're using melodies. Some of the melodies can be uh, very similar in cadence and that type of thing. But I don't remember anybody that came after Ti that was like a street hustler uh-huh. who also was doing this kind of music right i mean even today you can it's just a lingo thing you can talk about runoff on the plug it never ran off it on never the plug, ran off anything. you know it just you just have you to can, say it. you can talk about a bando it never been in a bando right? draco's right and, all and of Zans that and all of this shit but you, can do whatever you, want you know ti had made it so specific it was too specific yeah as far as like the lifestyle rapping he was doing and even like the emotional level of transitioning from one lifestyle into another. Mm-hmm. You could not fake that. You can't fake that, um, like those moments and I can't quit. Or even on like trap music when he's talking about being dropped and, and, and having those moments in the intro where he's just kind of like, if this don't work out, I'm just going back. I'm going it's back fine. to the corner. It's cool. It's there. It's waiting on me. It's fine. Like you can't do that if you don't have a corner to go back to. Right. So I always felt like that's something about like often like authentic trap music. Mm-hmm. I think this is what this album kind of represents because it gave Jeezy a space to tell you he got it going for seventeen five. 
you know mm-hmm. i don't know if that was a real number if it was embellished but like he could be specific enough where you like well we oh, can... listen when you're in business the math has to be precise right yeah i mean i always thought jeezy was like a marketer and not a rapper he was just marketing street prices for you so if you wanted drugs like I'm the guy. I, like, like that's what. <laughs> he's the guy twirling the sign in the right. corner. <laughs> <laughs> that was cheesy. The dope's <laughs> over here. Right, like <laughs> the dope like is he right wasn't, here. He wasn't the rapper. He was just like, well, it's really good if we can get radio, but we don't. We can't have commercials, right? Yeah, we can't sell this. We right, can't, exactly have, can't like have a billboard, but I can have an album. Well, you know, if you play like, MF, you can have a billboard. True. Clearly true. Oh my god. But yeah. more or less it's like Shit. having authentic trap music. Sure. You know, same thing with Gucci. There was Chicken Talk felt so authentic to what he was talking about. You know, Gucci Gucci to me sounded like somebody who wasn't dreaming of being a rapper initially. Uh-huh. Like someone that just kinda fell into it. You know, he like, just robbed someone like an hour before, and then yeah. he came over to Zaytoven's studio and was like, "All right." Same thing with Juice Man. Like, oh my god, yeah. they were just so. It's just they didn't care about being polished, but they were just they were just raw. You know, they had like real stories and just real lingo. It just felt like these are guys from the neighborhood for real, and it just worked. And I guess maybe that's what trap music is—just a neighborhood album. It's oh yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a neighborhood. It's a neighborhood album. rap Bankhead album. specifically. Yeah, right. Like you have yeah. to be in a specific place, and maybe that's what. And the thing was when I said that earlier about you know trap, it wasn't to kind of like knock where these kids are now. I just think that it's a, it's a lingo thing. You for can sure. you can be in that space. You can kind of just say the words and say the rhymes and say you know what, what is associated with trap, and it could work. But I think with T.I. and with Jeezy and with Gucci, you see they the way they approached the crafts was a little different. Yeah, for it sure. It was like, not only are we representing ourselves, we're representing this certain lifestyle, but we, we still want to look like rappers. You know, we want to live up to what it means to be a rapper. And now, you know, everyone's like, oh, don't call me a rapper. I'm an artist. Or don't call me this, I'm a that. I'm just like, nah, yeah. be be a, be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, and take pride in that. And it's, it's okay. Which is cool. Like, More be a rapper. Fine. Like, I really do think, I just want people to be rappers again. You know yeah. how badly Miley Cyrus wanted to be a rapper? So bad. So bad. To be Listen. Black China was going to be a rapper. Like, to be a rapper. Just be a rapper. But to all those points, like, you know, and, and I'll give you even, this, I'll do you one better and toss you a shameless plug. That the, the article that you wrote about authenticity. Thank you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, it was a great article. Uh, if you haven't read it, if you're listening to this, you can go to djbooth.com backslash. It's dot net because don't go to oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, what's on that site. Yeah. Probably some virus. <laughs> I probably just sent you a virus. So like, you can cuss me out if you so choose to. Yes, djbooth.net. But um, the authenticity to me has always been a thing where. Not that it hasn't mattered, but I think it mattered more in the past, not because of what kids are doing now, but just because of so much of the music was about real street shit. You can't get on these records and lie about crimes that you didn't do. Like That's generally going to be frowned upon. But if you're one of these kids nowadays who we know aren't doing any crime, then I guess the authenticity of it where you can just say Draco, say Trap and whatever, and everyone knows that there's a certain... Asterisk, so there's a certain like the the crowd already knows like 
we know you don't shoot people, but you can just say you shoot people and like it's cool. <laughs> like, right. no, it's no, fine because we're no. not shooting people either. If we're not so shooting like, anybody either, so we can relate so to what they're The right. signifiers are practically abstract. Yeah, practically. And and that type of music. And that type of music, I mean? right? No, a thousand percent. I think about when Gucci did his homecoming concert, and over at the Fox Theater, and the projections behind him. Where some of the bonkers shit, like his Bart Simpson chain, like skateboarding, like along like East Atlanta or something, and like these prints of like, you know, guns and like shit like that. I felt like that's what modern music has sort of become, where they're like easily accessible symbols to make your shit sound good. Because at that point, we've heard it so many times before that we're almost sort of like numb to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Numb to the whole idea. You yeah. Can, you kind of pick your lifestyle, you can kind of appear a part of something or you could live a part of something mm -hmm. like choose your own adventure book and that's what i like about like 21 you know not doing jewelry and stuff anymore mm -hmm. because i feel like he's someone that represents like like authentic, trap authentic rapper. right right like you have the stories like you have the scars to prove that when you talk about certain things i it, don't doubt you for a second there's not a second <laughs> i don't believe 21 savage was it ocean drive Oh my god. Yeah, man. That's an incredible record. Oh, Break my man. heart. Incredible oh, record. He has so many good songs. Mm -hmm. But just like the believability, like he's not a, he's not posing. Even even as someone that, that comes from that life, he's not he's still not overextending what it means. Right. You know, or he's not trying to um turn himself into like a character with like all these all these chains and all these things, you know. Yeah. It's like, nah, he's you look at Twenty One Savage and you really have to see for what it is. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot just like remove the glitz and the glamour yeah. from like where he comes from. Right. And that's what I like. Like you have to take 21 as a whole. Yeah. So maybe in his own way, he's like the newest incarnation of what we would have with the T.I. Yeah. Like he doesn't do the Playboy thing that much. He doesn't like 21 doesn't really do the ladies man. He has some records. Though. What is the hot sauce lyric then on Bartier Cardi then? What? I got hot sauce on her titties or whatever. What is that? Well, he well he can is that be, just awkward? Well, he can be it's just crude, jokes, man. But well, I, well, I, well, I, well, I, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's hilarious. He, he, if nothing else, he's fucking hilarious. He's like even the baby face line right. on that. Oh, did I? Did I? I know someone. I should have caught you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me fucking jump out of airplane and didn't pull my chute. Um, but yeah, even the baby face line that I misattributed right. to Travis Scott, like. Two episodes ago, or one episode, or whichever episode oh, I know it was. What you're talking right. about. Yep, 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 yep. But no, but Twenty One is hilarious. But he doesn't He's do so the ladies' man thing. Like I've never seen Twenty One. He doesn't like, have a let's get away. That that's what I'm saying. Ah. Like, I've never seen Twenty One in like a linen shirt with the wind flapping and like talking smoothly to a young lady with like a oh my god. Ascot We're doing these hand gestures. <laughs> 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 that's the kind of thing you do. Wait, like a wait on it though. I think it's happening. I think did it? Get, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's next. Well, time. Maybe, maybe it will. We gonna get the crossover R and B Twenty One record. I have it's my gut. Test that might me. be something that I need that I don't even right. know I need. Because I mean I feel like bank account was like his twenty fours. For sure, you know, ah. like I feel like he has little street anthems that work in radio, you know, and with Rockstar with the Post Malone. It's like okay, mm. he can he can have those crossover moments. I just think he needs to have that R and B moment. And when he was with uh, Amber Rose, I really thought he was gonna get it. I thought he was gonna make. Yeah. She was like, "Not nah, didn't happen," didn't but happen. I I see it. Well, if, once he does that, then I'll be ready to be Who like. Who gives him is. the R and B moment that he needs right now? Mm, that's a good question. It's not the weekend. It's no. not Jeremiah. 
Nah. You're asking who is going to be able to do that? Yeah, like what? Oh. what's the vehicle f- with which the 21 Savage gets the R&B moment that I don't know, maybe something, someone like a SZA would he, and what she did with Travis mm, Scott. Because that was so unexpected. Oh, if, he was though, a, if he was on Love Galore, he'd be crazy. Oh, man. Wow. Actually, I want that. I need someone to make a mashup or something. That would have been so good. Get Key on the phone right now. Get Key. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like a SZA could be cool. I was thinking like a Brent Fires. What he did with crew. Oh, so you mean going? So we even going to that? I don't want to say lower, as if lower, nah, but I'm saying going right. more undergroundy or more like you got Afro punky. You got to kind of. You got to <laughs> like maybe doing with like Xavier Omar. Oh, see that was crazy, <laughs> yo. But and, I think he could work. I think it could work. I think it could work. That's interesting. Maybe. I didn't think about that. Daniel Caesar and Twenty One Savage. That might be asking for a lot. Yo <laughs> was about to be on the floor right now. Yo, my brain couldn't compute what that would even begin to sound like. Can you imagine that studio session? I can't imagine what the first note. Right. Like when I press play, whatever. What's the first thing what's I hear? First, what's the first sound? What's the first note that I hear? No is it a guitar? Is it a piano? Is it a drum? Like I don't. Even, I can't even imagine what that. Would be. I just need someone to try. Just, 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 just try just so and see know. what yeah, happens. Yeah. I would just love to see them in the room together. And see what they would come up with. It would be a. It, can you imagine that picture on Instagram? Like before you even do <laughs> nothing, just no caption, no nothing, just a picture. Just of a picture in twenty one Savage. savage and I don't oh, think man. people would know what to do. I think they minds would just explode. Uh, people probably wouldn't even believe it. But see, I guess that's why I would like to see an R and B record, like a record, uh, something mm-hmm. well put together, because I don't think we know what it sounds like just yet. He's yeah. been very outside of that, but I really think his crossover moment happens. It's too he bad taps we don't have a Ja Rule. Like I feel like Ooh. if someone if we had a Ja Rule right now, I feel like he might could create an R and B record that would have an, a certain edge but still be sweet and like right. make the thing work. We don't have anybody. Couldn't that he just be the Ja, uh, yeah, ja Rule? Like, but he needs a Ashanti. Something. I mean, I just feel like they have what's the I just what's the other side? I feel like there has to be an actually. Do he can do yeah. an R B song by himself? No. Oh, they could do it. Listen, like, we oh, know nothing. I'm trying to imagine 21 doing Ja Rule covers right now, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah, it's it not good. It can't sound like Ja Rule. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I'm just saying. Yeah how, does, yeah, how does 21 Savage flip like, where would I be without you? <laughs> like, what would that say? I don't even That's know what that would sound like right in the... Dude. 21 I Savage Cadence. But you've seen his snaps of him singing R&B songs. Yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah. I feel like he's tapped in. Like, he's hmm. aware of the sound. But I think to, he needs that for him to be that T.I. figure to me. But he's the, our closest we probably had in a couple of years to someone that, that signifies everything T.I. had when he came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's distilled yes. from that. Like, uh, as, much as, as much as 21 has, like, I'm, I'm serious in him, he has the trap music. Oh, yeah. He has the trap music in him. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll see if they can pull it out. Yeah. I think 21 has a... Uh, I think 21 at some point probably has a paper trail in him. Mm. That's down the line. That's right? down the line. What is he, 20, what is he, 24 right now? Yeah, he's like 24. 24, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in seven, eight years. I also think he has ATL in him too. Like the movie, oh. starring. I can see 21 mm. Savage starring in a movie. Mm. Maybe with some roller skates. I don't know. I don't know if we'll do a, like a copy. I would sign up for that. I would sign up for it. For sure. I just hope that we can get a 21 record. Just one, just so we can have the conversation. Yeah, if we can get one, I would be content because I would have no idea what he would do with like a tune beat. 
Well, listen, before we keep volunteering ourselves as unpaid consultants for 27, <laughs> right. I think... Well, let's be clear, though. If he does this, I'm taking all the credit. Yeah, We're going to come back on this everything. podcast and claim all the credit for everything that happened with this song, just for putting it out please, in the atmosphere. We talk this in into existence, yeah, yeah. and that deserves a check. Are we going to end every single episode with sending an invoice? I feel like we should. We should. Yeah, we should. Every yeah. episode should ends with an invoice. Someone owes us money. Right. Perfect. Just because. Perfect. Well, to wrap up, I just want to shout out one last thing, and that would be the time that T.I. performed at Greenbrier Mall and did that title concert. Were you, any of you guys no, there? I was no, there. I was not oh there. Oh, my God. This had to have been, what year was this? I, it had to have been in, like, 2015. Okay. I could still smell the cookies that were baked in the mall <laughs> when he performed and, it, and he brought out young thug and it was the best thing ever. So shout out to TI for Where that. Where did they set up the stage? Like in literally the middle of the mall. It was wow. inside Grand Rock. Correct. Wow. For title. Correct. Insane. Yep. That is pretty crazy. How did I not go to this? How did I not? Was <laughs> it free? Did they charge people? You just had to have been on title. Oh, that's why I, that's why I wasn't there. My uh, my three months have expired, so sucks to be you. You did. Mm. I got title now though, Jay Z. If you were wondering, <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe Jay Z listens to every episode, so I speak to him on a, a regular lot. basis. A <laughs> lot, a lot of my commentaries for Jay Z specifically, <laughs> just for you, <laughs> just for you. <laughs> well, something to say is produced by Michael Saba. You can now also find us on Audio Mac, Mac. in addition to gang, SoundCloud. Gang. So check us out there. Any last words, guys? Um, thanks, Ti. Thanks, Ti. We appreciate you making trap music. It's a pretty cool album. I listen to it quite frequently. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. And there's no reason to it's feel. A, it's a hip hop. I don't want any debate about this. Yeah, no. Nah. I don't know. We can debate how many TI has, but trap music is one. But just be yeah, it. Okay. We're one. starting at yeah, one. We're starting All at right. one. I don't and know how many we'll get to after that.